0: Dead is a miracle dark. They counting me out, woman the truth, counting it down. I'm the dog story was down for the count. Back on my feet, back with a mic, back on a beat, back with a valley and back in the streets. The game will lock. I stand with a key. Standing my ground, I am finding a fleet. Stand in my ground, I am finding my feet, taking a stand. In my destiny, shaking his hand, flipping the
1: script.
0: What is going on, everybody? Welcome to Thursday night crossfit talk. My name's Scott Switzerland the Collad's She is Jamie Latimer. We got lots to talk about tonight. A lot happened this week, a lot of personal stuff, a lot of other stuff. So before we get into kind of some personal stuff, I changed the thumbnail real quick. Within the last hour, CrossFit has issued a statement about the waiver exemption denial for Ellie Turner, and the statement speaks specifically to her case. And what I'm gonna do is I'm just gonna go ahead and share my screen and go ahead and read it uh, out loud. Um, And it's been the talk all week. So before I do that, let's set this up, right? The rule book states that if you live in another region and you don't wish to compete in the region of your citizenship, but where you live, you can file for an exemption. And there are reasons why that exemption can be granted and reason. And if it's not in those reasons, it can be denied. So I'm going to go ahead and share my screen here. It's going to be small because it's very wide. Um, But here is the statement from CrossFit came again within the last hour. Santa Cruz, California, February 1st. CrossFit has issued the following statement on the recent competition exemption decisions ahead of the 2024 CrossFit Games. If an athlete resides in a region outside their country of citizenship and they believe they may advance to semis, they can petition CrossFit for an exemption to be placed in a different competition region. Sorry, my mic is blocking my view. So I'm gonna have to back up a little bit. On January 23rd, 2024, Ellie Turner submitted her request for a regional exemption which was denied due to being unable to establish proof of residency beginning on or before february 1st of 2021 <clears throat> the timeline ellie provided to the crossfit Games states that she arrived in north america in june of 2021 prior to competing at the 2021 crossfit games she then returned to australia before arriving in canada in december of 2021 Ellie has sustained residency in North America since December 2021, but does not meet the required date of residency on or before February 1st of 2021 for reference. And then they point out the point in the thing in the rule book that says proof of sustained residency in a single country outside the athletes country of citizenship beginning on or before February 1st, 2021, three years. They go on to say 30 athletes, have submitted competition exemption applications ahead of the February 1st deadline. We have reviewed 19 of those applications and notified those athletes of the decision of those 19 applications. Five have been denied. The final 11 applications are currently under review and those athletes will be notified of approval or denial on or before February 28th of 2024. Exemption requests are filed after and. Requests that are filed after today, February 1st, will not be considered. In early March, the CrossFit Games will publish a list of all athletes who are granted exemption along with their new region. So that is the statement. Thoughts? Miss Latimer. I
1: wish in this post of we we received 30... 30- here's the 19 we've sent out. These 19 were approved. These five were denied. Um, And like pretty clear reasonings why, like I think, I mean, everyone just keeps bringing up Roman and Catron as your comparisons. And I think everyone is pretty much in agreement on Roman. Like there's really no question there. He really shouldn't even be brought into the conversation. Um, But I, I mean, I'd be very curious who the other four denials were. And so that maybe we can have some more, talking points there. Catherine um, would be my one question of, of why when it's sustained residency um, and was there sustained residency when she was back home for like all of 2022 training team training with Yami over there and Annie. Um, so that'd be my question. Like did she truly have sustained residency if she was home for the better part of a year in 2022 then i think that that is not being by the book and you maybe are playing favorites a little bit
0: so here's my argument to you and we we kind of stopped our argument before we went on the air so we could have it live on the air and that is that sustained residency does not state living there the entire time right And the proof that they're asking for in the rule book are like utility bills, Mm -hmm. phone bills, stuff. I'm I'm sure nobody has a landline anymore. So that was stupid. But um, if she sustained a residence here in the United States during that whole time, the rule that she was training with Yami and an alternate on the team, she only had to be there 50% of the time. So if she was 50 50, and sustaining a residence in the United States, then I think she meets the requirements.
1: I don't disagree there. I feel like if they're gonna take Ellie's stuff and say she showed residency and she, so her residency is from December, they should probably back up their decision on Catherine and show that she had residence, sustained residency here in the US. Because if Brooks is paying the mortgage and the utilities here when she's there, then that is playing favorites. They're just taking her word for it. If she ha- if she's paying utility bills here, I totally agree. Like, yes, you can have two houses and sure, but are they going to back that up? Probably not. And they're probably never going to know. And it's going to be assumed that they play
0: favorites. So I think it's apples to oranges because Katrin has lived in the United States off and on From 2015 till now and in addition to that ellie like we know like like i know i was following her story because i interviewed her at those 21 games she came from australia she got stranded here because Mm -hmm. of covid and the olympics and couldn't get back to australia and so she was not a resident of North America, at all. Now she did come back to Canada to train with Michelle Laton and Decca Camp. I don't know why that wouldn't count as North America. Or does it? Does it mean because North America region and the, so Canada and the U.S. are in the same region? Right.
1: <clears throat> it doesn't matter. She definitely wasn't here before February for Whatever they're Twenty. Next
0: Next year, year
1: she should should be fine. Yeah. Sarah, I guess, no, we don't know if Katrin had to apply. But, again, that just goes back to, if everyone's having to speculate, that goes back to playing these guessing games that we maybe shouldn't have to do. Like, if they're saying they already put out 19 state decisions, put them out there.
0: Yeah, I, I don't think that, and I agree with clock and I'm going to pull that up. I, I don't think that CrossFit is making this easier on themselves. I think they are, they're using semantics that can be used as loopholes that, and instead of just coming up with a rule, that's just black and white, you either meet it or you don't. And this would be a whole lot easier. But i think that's where the distrust comes from right is that there are these rules that are very ambiguous that some people can figure out the loophole and some can't so everybody's like well they're playing favorites with x y and z and not with a b and c yep um and i think it's just some people have a better support system who knows how to play the game
1: yeah
0: or they're really playing favorites
1: right and we won't know cuz they're not going to be very clear i mean i almost feel like 3 years is like i mean it it's too late that was what they put in the real, rule book but i i i don't know why they're choosing 3 years
0: i think at the end of the day they didn't want they didn't want like what was happening in the mid teens where people were moving to get to the easiest region. Um, and it had, and sure. like I was a huge CrossFit nut back then. Like everybody was moving to get the better, like Margot yeah. Alvarez, love her to death. She competed in three different regions in like three straight years. Yeah. It, it was insane back then. Yeah, I agree so so through this all in this whole week of debate i mean at the end of the day the rule as it's written ellie does not meet i totally agree with that right now all the the noise around it like who the hell knows
1: yeah i just think the frustration frustration is is you can't you can't be certain on probably Catherine's rule and like in really anyone else's, we don't really know who else was chosen or denied and why. And so she's just probably feeling attacked.
0: We know Roman got approved. Um, yeah. Right.
1: Well, and we, I think we know Catherine got approved. We, I guess we just don't know. I mean, she yeah. had to have gotten approved. She's,
0: Um, but Roman going to South Korea this off season throws a big wrinkle in that too, because that's where the semifinals are. If you can travel there, why do you need a waiver? Yeah, that's true. And I understand what he went through for years and there could be other issues associated with that, that we don't know about because of everything he's gone through. And that's probably the most complicated situation. And one, I don't even want to guess at why it's given because we'll probably never know that. Yeah. Again, I think Katrin would be fine. And again, apples and oranges. She's been here off and on for so long. It's just showing a consistent utility bill through those years. And where i grew up kids did that in high school sports all the time i'm living with my aunt judy here's my my phone bill you know right so so that's the breaking news that's the statement from crossfit i'm glad they cleared that up but
1: did they go i mean that's what everyone knew that she wasn't here
0: before her of course It cleared up her case. Everything else that we're we're doing is speculating on the decisions of other people. Her case is she did not meet the rule. She was denied.
1: Yeah, I don't, I mean, I don't think people had a question about that. I, I think everyone was on the same page. She wasn't here before the February. I think they're just arguing like other people
0: weren't also. Right. And gone, we, or... whenever we start comparing ourselves to others. That's when we get in trouble because everybody's situation is different. And, and we don't know the facts behind it all. So, and I'll be honest with you, with the Catherine thing, I'm betting she wasn't in Iceland as much as she said she was back then. Because the teams do that and fake it to be a team anyway, back then. So I'm glad they got rid of that hundred mile radius rule and all of that crap.
1: Yeah.
0: So wouldn't it be funny that the reason she got accepted is because she lied to be an alternate on the team that year. And
1: and now they don't want to admit that. Right. Because that other team got totally hosed.
0: <laughs> well, she didn't compete.
1: No, she didn't. I agree. It, yeah, she was a... Yeah.
0: She just was an alternate and Lauren Fisher yeah. went ahead and competed. Right. But, um, but it would be really funny to say, for her to come out going, well, the reason is I did sustain residency because I lied in 2022 just so I could be an alternate.
1: Well, and that year, Katrin did compete in that semifinal.
0: Yeah.
1: Her, I think that's where people are like i mean she was there she competed in that why can't she did then why can't she now it's it's the it's the being able to go back and forth thing that i think is i don't know just a little fuzzy yeah the inconsistencies get frustrating
0: yeah so that's that um i think that that horse has been beaten to death this week but I did want to bring up the breaking news uh, so that everybody knew that CrossFit had made a statement and, and really just clarified Ellie's situation. And that we'll get a list at the end of the month with everybody who's approved and denied.
1: That would be great. I think that would be a step in the right direction as well.
0: Yeah. So we've been binge watching stuff. Have you found anything new?
1: No. No. Well, I watched Love on the Spectrum. Have you seen that? No. It's just a little eight. I think it's eight episodes in a season, two seasons. Um, people on the autism spectrum, like trying to find love. It was cute. It's like a little docu series. It was cute.
0: Yeah, my daughter, yeah. my daughter watches it. I think. Yeah. Um, um and we're back to uh curious if the other small others are smaller athletes who are denied maybe i just don't follow them i've only heard ellie's i think what would be great is if tia was one of those and then they announced she was denied and then i think if that's announced then all this is better i agree Do
1: you think that will happen though I would assume she's one of the 11 that were approved or the eight,
0: whatever. She competed at Torian two years ago, right?
1: Yeah. So did Katrin. Like, I don't, I think they'll both be given their exemption back to the U S and it's just like
0: a long time. Huh? She she probably can prove sustained for three years. Yeah. So thank you, Judy. She's only in year eight. I'm on year (laughs) twelve.
1: Where's your badge? Did you post it?
0: I haven't signed up yet.
1: What? Then you don't get a congrats yet. You better sign up. Make it official. Okay.
0: Uh, Peter Otero says, "I feel like people miss the on or before part of the rule." Katrin has been here for years. We missed that, Peter. February.
1: Yeah, we didn't miss that. We just, I personally, it's the consistent residency since the honor before for me that I think, I think it just makes a fuzzy, like, they, I don't like how they worded that. And then they can choose who really was here for all three years or wasn't. Um,
0: I think she can prove with I'm, the proof in the rule book that she had a residence in the U.S. during that time.
1: Maybe. Again, maybe Brooks was paying for stuff here and she can't. And hey, she's just giving
0: the woman, she can pay her own bills.
1: But did she? Prove it doesn't matter
0: yeah. as long as the paper says she did. Okay. And You're 12,
1: people. Andrew. Awesome.
0: Come on, Judy.
1: Yeah, Judy. Get him.
0: I'll sign up. Yeah. Well, don't even get us started on the East West and the U.S. Because yeah. that that's just wild, wild West again. Yes. But. So the one thing I'm watching is Bookie. Okay. Sebastian Maniscalco.
1: Oh, yeah. I like him.
0: On HBO Max. Um, he is a, this is before legalized gambling, like right before, and he's a bookie. Um, and it kind of like talks about, it's about his life as a bookie collecting money from people. And some of them are famous. Like he had to collect from Charlie Sheen. He had to collect from different. He was a legit bookie. No, 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 no. It's, it's a fictional. Okay. (laughs) Okay. But like Charlie Sheen plays himself in the show and has to, they have, they like break into a rehab facility to collect money from him. Wow. It's really funny.
1: Yeah. He's funny. Very
0: satirical, um, but very funny. And I'm about, I think I'm six episodes in, probably a couple to go.
1: Yeah. I need some, I need some more recommendations. So. If anyone's got anything good, I should start. Let me know
0: before we jump any into any rabbit holes. Sarah Cooper, um, is that my co-host was doing some pullovers this week, and what had happened was
1: nobody even knows what happened. I just it's a dumb movement, and I shouldn't even be messing around with them. In my opinion, um, I'm totally capable of doing them and stringing them and doing plenty of them i just it's just silly i i think um so anyway my felt like my shoulder came out of socket twice um and (laughs) yes trick so
0: (laughs) funny sky coach is saying i agree they are dumb and the reason they're saying they're dumb is why quit beating around the bush
1: well i hurt my shoulder i said it like well, this is funny because I had my call with Tristan today and you got my Snapchat of me in the x-ray room. You immediately messaged me. Tristan still hadn't even seen my Snapchat. And I was like, this is like an hour before our call. I was like, hey, check your Snapchat. And then he met, he's like, what the heck? And I was like, I just didn't want you to be blindsided when we started talking. Um, so, um, yeah, I don't know. I have an MRI tomorrow. We'll see. I'm. I'm hopeful. It's just a strain, but who knows? Uh, either way, it'll be fine. I'm, I can, I can still do things.
0: Okay. <laughs> your doctor said that he believes let's, let's, you know, you're in the media now. You got to be honest.
1: Mm-hmm. Your, media, yeah.
0: your doctor said that he believes that there is a tear
1: yeah, yeah he, didn't seem, he did not seem hopeful. I, I got the impression that he was like, eh, I some, think something might be torn. Either my um, rotator cuff or my... You apron. had
0: an x-ray and you're having mm-hmm. an MRI tomorrow and a yeah. follow-up next week. Yes. This media is honest, Kenneth. The original Thursday night show is all about honesty. So I asked you, what does that mean? and you told me that it means nothing you're going to compete um you've hurt your shoulder before and Mm -hmm. it doesn't matter if it's torn you're doing the 24 season regardless
1: correct yeah
0: and that you hurt your other shoulder like six years ago and now it's all evened out and you're going to even be better
1: right (laughs) i'll be okay I just need to know like I always put things off and just try to deal with it and this way I feel like if I know right now I can like interest in knows we can like kind of you know game plans and like if it is like a like, strain I can actually like rest it I feel like if it's if it's torn I just need to stay doing what I'm doing and like maybe occasionally cherry pick some things and like work around it but I'd like to rest it if I need to just rest it I'd like to keep working and work around it if it's torn. So.
0: Well, if they keep taking forever to announce when and where legends, the games are, um, you could probably have surgery, recover and train and still make legends. That's yeah. a sarcasm. Yeah.
1: Well, you still got to do the whole season.
0: So, so that is what's going on with Jamie.
1: Yeah.
0: So we need you to cross your fingers, say your prayers.
1: Yes, guys.
0: And <laughs> healing vibes, whatever it is. Not the year
1: for an injury. <laughs> I'm trying to remain optimistic.
0: Um, Tristan says we shall, and this, for those of you who don't know, this is Coach Krispy Kreme. Uh, we shall adapt and overcome. Also, the approach to any an injury. Like that for an athlete like Jamie, versus another athlete is a whole topic.
1: <clears throat> that's true. I'm not strong anyway, so if it affects the lift, it is what it is.
0: But you were getting stronger. Yeah, that's questionable. And that, and that gap was sh- was shrinking. Oh um, my god, no.
1: Tristan lost his Krispy Kreme shirt for those of you not.
0: He's kicked out of the club now.
1: (laughs) Can you even get another? I guess there's still Krispy Kreme around, right?
0: (laughs) Because he forgot the P. (laughs) Clock wants no.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I missed that.
0: (laughs) Chrissy Cream, is that a new porn <laughs> star?
1: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh. oh, gosh, you guys kill me. Oh. Well, we'll have
1: to find one on eBay or something. We got to get you a new one. How do you lose that?
0: Well, it was like from his gym, right? Like, like Einhorn Cross. Yeah. So, they like, hopefully, they have
1: it. Yeah.
0: Well, the next thing I wanted to talk about <laughs> is not Chrissy Cream, um, but I hope wish her well in all her endeavors. Um, so, TFX happened. Uh, we had Sidney McAlishian and William Leahy the fourth win, mm-hmm. and I'm not going to get into a lot of details. But what what does it mean for both of them? I have opinions, but I want to know if that. Because like Kelly Baker won last year, and then ended up made it to making games. the games. Yeah. So what does that mean for these two?
1: Well, I mean, well, Williams been on everyone's radar. I feel like so. I think that I think that's got to give him a little more confidence. For Sydney, I mean, I think she needs more of these wins in her in her competitive atmosphere like um where's she at now proven same okay.
0: coach same coke Jarrett smith moved to proven is still coaching her but they both moved to nashville
1: okay yeah i mean same with all the wins that we talked about like doesn't like win gives somebody confidence going in and if if just in your mind you're a winner like that can be dangerous
0: Well, here here are my initial thoughts. William Leahy won a live competition, being judged. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: That is huge. He was so young to the sport and so oblivious to the rules that he was breaking all of them. Right. And the fact that he got the win at a legit mid-major competition with judging is a huge step forward for him. Cause the dude is it's just, can he get through the obstacles that keep tripping him up? Mm-hmm. I think this is a good first step for Sydney, who is a dear friend of the show. Uh, we followed her all last year. She took fourth on chop wood, carry water, which had a two mile run in it. I think that alone a fourth place finish in a decent competition is a huge sign for her.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: Because everybody knows she can lift. Everybody knows she can take care of the heavy stuff, the power output on machines, all of that stuff. The fact that she took fourth in a row and run event was impressive. And it's two miles, not just a 400. Like, I think that is a legit a legit confidence builder for her going into the season.
1: How did it was it two K row into two mile run? What was
0: it was two K row, two hundred and fifty meter dumbbell farmer carry. Okay. Two mile run. Forty so pound dumbbells. No so fifty pound dumbbells for women.
1: I'd be curious what her run split was, or like how far ahead she was, or did she just hold people off what, what it was? I didn't get any TFX coverage, so I've no idea.
0: Yeah, it <clears throat> if you've never been, it's in the middle of nowhere.
1: I have been. Yes, we ran through a field, Ronica.
0: It was yep. interesting. Yeah it's i call it the three ring circus they have three pads um that they run events continuously through and uh yeah trench holes yeah
1: footing's not not good there
0: um tristan said it was slow they were in the mud and there was a good spread so so yeah, but anyway, those were my thoughts.
1: Yeah, that's awesome. I, I mean, yeah, they just gotta take the win and just keep trucking.
0: And she beat Abby Domet. Um yeah, a, that's uh, huge. Uh who 15 points beat her by 15 ish, a little bit more. Um, so that's that's huge for her. Because that's a games athlete, that's where she wants to be. Um, I think that was was awesome for her.
1: Yeah.
0: Um I I don't want to make it sound like I don't like TFX. I think it's a really cool competition for what it is and and it is a mid major and it embraces it and it's it's got fun events. Man, but to get out there every day, we covered it 2 years ago. <clears throat> it just was a lot. And that like out by it there was only one hotel at the time. Mm-hmm. So it just made it horrible
1: Yep, yeah, we did it in 21 and it was it was rough and cold
0: i did it 22
1: you'd <laughs> have to come on tristan and give us the because we didn't i didn't see any coverage so i honestly don't have a whole lot of opinions on it i don't know what happened i got a little some stories here and there but
0: i've uh, i have i not know the
1: events to tell you
0: i've, so. I've heard some Complaints, but I don't, uh, I, I, I don't, I didn't pay that much attention. I'll be honest with everything going on this week. Yeah. Uh, so next topic, Hiller gets pulled from the open yeah. uh, for PED use thoughts on that. I know you were a strong advocate against PED use. He admitted it several times on air.
1: Yeah, I think it's a huge slippery slope to just, I mean, I guess he openly admitted it. So that's different than like people like, I mean, I suppose if you accuse people like they can randomly drug test. But I just, I think, I think the problem is going to be if he's able to procure a negative test and then it just shows that probably it's, it's rampant.
0: Well, he said it would take. It would it would take like 14 days for him to get a negative test so if i'm crossfit i test him like now
1: right now i totally agree
0: just and they should the test
1: they should not just arbitrarily remove him they need to follow their protocol and test them and they should yeah. test them ken
0: it's just, worth I, the money for the pr yeah because it will get views because of Hiller. Right. If they test me, nobody gives a shit. Right? Yeah. Well, maybe a few people, but... But I I like that Hiller came out and said, they they did what they should have done. This is what he was testing them on to see if they would pull him. And they ended up doing that, so... Maybe yeah. he won't push the appeal.
1: He's got what, four other profiles in there?
0: <laughs> Who knows? Um oh, that follow, is, that is you know, a a very good point. Uh they're following the water rules, admissions are sanctionable without any positive test results. I think it's a good rule. So And thank you, Kenneth. I'm glad someone gives two shits. (laughs) Um, Tickets went on sale this week for the CrossFit Games. Super early, so you don't even know who's going to be there this year. And they're sold out.
1: Already sold out. And a whole group of us have no idea when or where we're even competing. How do we make decisions? Right. Yes, they should refund his open fee. That's ridiculous. I mean, yeah. I I don't know why you don't just let him compete with like an ass. Aster- like, I, do they care about the open? Really? Or they just care about advancing? Like, let him compete. Make his have a score with an asterisk or whatever.
0: So you're going to let um, Anna Frakow compete with an asterisk? and
1: Sure. Put your score in. People might want to see where they stack up against these people.
0: I disagree. It's a rule. What is it? You're out. You they can't play compete. Game?
1: They can't compete at the CrossFit Games. They That's
0: can't. What you're... An a CrossFit sanctioned event. That's what the drug policy covers. All CrossFit sanctioned events. All of the the season is CrossFit sanctioned. Yeah. I'm going. Sizzler. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Coach Krispy Kreme with if we can compete with an asterisk, I'm going Sizzler.
1: <laughs>
0: so yeah. <clears throat> In all the sports i follow you pop for drugs you're out no asterisk. yeah
1: i feel like the open is a little bit different than other
0: i just do like i don't know it's still as as a schlep athlete i still don't want to compete against drug juiced up guys but are you oh i'm sure
1: well i mean but are you if if it's like an asterisk of some sort, or they're not like they're not like. D- Listen,
0: if he wants to do the workouts and post a score on his YouTube, it'll get more views than if we go look at the leaderboard. He can still do that. It's all public. He can do the workouts. He doesn't need to be on the leaderboard. It's Twenty bucks for
1: CrossFit.
0: Uh. We'll be okay without 20 bucks.
1: I don't know anything about the medical use exemptions, Andrew. We,
0: we talked to Tony Tursky about it um, in TRT with the master's athletes. And it is, there are rules in place of like what your testosterone can be. It can't go over a certain level. It's a bunch of stuff. But I am not an expert in that and don't want to say anything that would be, uh, wrong. Yeah. But I am sure there are several masters athletes taking their tea to the, to the line of whatever it's supposed to be. Mm -hmm. So we had Boz on this week. You did. Got I'm sorry, some an- I
1: missed
0: it. Got some answers from him. Yeah. I just put a reel out where <clears throat> I asked him about the balance between moving the sport forward and everybody wanting to hold on to the past.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And his answer was so eloquent. It was just like Um, I think a lot of us have the problem where we romanticize the past to a point where it's not what really happened. And those of us who went through it remember the, the stuff they went through. Yeah. So I just thought that was cool.
1: Yeah. I thought he did good on speaking on like several fronts of that and like getting stuck in a routine or like once you know Madison and this is how you run things like change is hard, but like you, you know, the best growth is made out of change. So Maybe we'll find something great out of the move to, to Dickie's. Like, you know, I mean, we like to complain, but he's right. You get stuck in a rut or you just do things because that's the way it's been done. It might not be the best way to do it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, like, no layouts in the open this year.
1: I I mean, I think that's the way to do it like it's, it's hard on the gyms to set up floors and stuff like just, they just said, ha, said like safety guidelines, like don't put the walk rig under the, yeah, perfect. Like,
0: yeah. Like yeah. if there's a rower and a pull up bar, maybe six feet just to make sure people don't kill themselves or let a bar roll under them while they're on the pull up bar. Yeah. Things like that. But no, like big time layouts, like in the past, which, um,
1: leads me to believe there's no lunging or shuttling.
0: Well, I think you can have shuttling. We did that before layouts. We did handstand walks. We did bear crawls. We did uh, lunges. It's just like a tape line at the end and beginning instead of like a whole box measured out six feet from the edge line to this you know what I mean? Sure. Um, yeah. I asked him about the masters and why in yeah. the age group, why we don't have, um, dates and times. And he said, right. that he's trying to find the right fit. So everybody has a great experience and they're struggling with that. And I asked him, do you have systems in place that this will not happen again after what you've learned this year? And he said, yes.
1: Well, I would assume that like with Dickies, they got what a two year at least. I don't know. I mean, I assume whatever they finally lock in for masters, they're going to lock in for two years or if they don't get what they want, if they, they have to end up settling on something, not like soon they're probably going to continue to push whatever they want and try to and continue to work on it for the next several months until they can lock it in for the following year. I would, I would assume, I really wish though, like he would have been more open with that. And I don't know if it has to do with whatever city they're working with has asked for like, no, I like, I just wish he would have been like, listen, like we're trying to go over to the East coast and we're, we're struggling, but like, these are our three options. We hope to have a date, have a place for you within the next month. You know, we're still working on some things. I just, just some, like, can't they be more far coming? They have to know something.
0: You'd ha- you'd have to think they, right. They have like three they're working on trying to figure it out. I would hope they're down to two or one at this point and just negotiating details. But my gosh. Like we, I mean, why can't you put that, that out there in Michigan? Exactly. We just don't know when.
1: Well, I think it's pretty clear. There's, is going to be the exact same weekend. It's always been like, that's the thing As I feel like everyone knows everything except for the wheel wad set time, place, pit place for sure. Time, I think is pretty certain amongst everybody zero for masters. Like, give us something. Just be like, it's down to these two cities. We're still working on it.
0: I don't know. I would not agree more.
1: You should have asked that. I would have probably been on.
0: (laughs) I think the interesting thing is consistent programming this year for the semis. Yeah. Even though the facilities are going to be very different. And I'm going to be anxious to see how that turns out. And especially with the tennis stadium compared to indoor basketball arenas. That is a completely different floor.
1: Well, if they put down the mats, it all works out to be the same floor.
0: Different shape though.
1: Yeah. I mean, do you think they'll take that into consideration when they're trying to program things to make sure it can be as uniform as possible? Like sure, one might be one might have a little bit of extra space, um which would suck because then you can't you can't really like compare times if they're if they aren't the same, but it's not a global leaderboard, so it doesn't really matter if it's hotter outside in California than the indoor. It doesn't really matter. The people there are yeah, a redo of the sled drag debacle.
0: Different floor material. Yeah, someone on a podcast I was watching brought up the... I think it was with something Chase was on and he lost his shit. But like, can't we do a global leaderboard and the top 40 just go to the games? There are too many. You look at these venues, there's no way you can make a consistent flooring to compare.
1: You, it sucks. That's what I would like
0: to see. But... Or some outdoor. You know, Tori and we learned last year, their floor was way faster than the U.S. floor. Um, it just, yeah. you just have to.
1: Yep, it sucks.
0: Uh, he also announced the quarterfinals will be done in a way where everybody can kind of put their toe on the start line yep. and start the event, but not everybody's going to finish. Yep.
1: Very so we're having to open, all...
0: Open all
1: the like gated workouts or ascending
0: weight or interesting. Um, and then I asked him about working with Dave and Dawn. Um, I was really curious about the Dave one because it's, it's like he got this gig and then the guy who had the gig before shows back up. How does that work? And, you know, he's like, Him and Dave have been through some shit and that because of that, they're very open and honest with each other and have a great working relationship together. Um, and he was very complimentary of working for Don, uh, which was really cool. My overall impressions. I'm always impressed with Boz. That man is so level. Like he never gets emotional about anything you ask him. It's just straight across the board. And it's it's just really cool to see, like, how well he handles himself.
1: Yeah, I agree.
0: So then we have this week something happened where my worlds collided. Because, like, I'm a huge sports fan. I watch a lot of sports stuff. And I've been diving a lot into football because of the playoffs and my love for the Bears, and what are they doing with Justin Fields, but I'm watching Pat McAfee, and on comes Tom Brady talking about his merger with Noble on the Pat McAfee show. Noble never got that kind of media coverage ever. Nope. So... What are your initial thoughts about Tom Brady and Noble merging?
1: I don't know. I have. I mean, they seem to be going that route with into the football space. So, it, like, isn't the biggest shock. I' not a fan of Noble, so it it is what it is. Like, they're out of pretty much out of the crosses space, and okay, cool.
0: What I found interesting and pretty fascinating is Tom Brady's looking at it as a way to market his pliability programs. Hmm. that it gets him closer to average Joe American.
1: Interesting.
0: So I don't think it's it's about the shoes. That he's merging with them for, it's probably apparel and it's probably equipment for his pliability program and probably like developing an app or something like that to make it um, more accessible for everyday people. Hmm. So I think it's going to be a shift in focus for Noble. Yeah. And maybe not the shoes that suck anyway. Yeah. <clears throat> so I just thought that was interesting. So,
1: yeah, uh, yeah. He'll probably turn the company around.
0: Um, the next thing I had was got an email from CrossFit this yeah. week. Got a lot of them um, that they are going to be reducing the media footprint At the CrossFit Games. Mm -hmm. And so they were warning us that just because you got media credentials last year doesn't mean you're going to get them this year. Right. Because with it being all indoors, they don't have this massive soccer field um, to have hundred photographers taking pictures. Um yeah. Andrew Andrew, there is no media pits. The yeah, press that's correct. said that. Um it is we get the front row of the one side will all be media. But it's not it's not a place where you can like stand and move. You know right. what I mean? Like when you're in a yeah. row of seats. You can't move up and down the floor to get pictures or whatever. So I I wanted to just put it out there. One, I think I don't need to take pictures at the CrossFit Games. That's not my it's not my specialty. It's not what I do best. I'd rather have someone do it for me, like we did with Jess and Teddy last year. I'd rather like, why don't they have a press box? It's a brand new facility for people like me who are just covering the sport. And I don't need to be that close to the action. I just need to be able to see what's going on so I can cover it as an analyst and a media company. Yep. So I would think with a brand new arena, They probably have a press box. Like why not use that for the press and then like the videographers and photographers can have that front row. Doesn't that make sense?
1: Completely. You should have asked Boz this.
0: I'm actually thinking about putting it in an email and sending it back to Chris.
1: I think that's a great idea. Yeah, because I I think there's quite a few people in that camp that don't necessarily need the still shots. Um, that's going to be I feel like that's a little bit more of like your couple photographers, but like that'll be more of your camps that want to have a media person being able to get photos or videos of their athletes on the floor. That's completely different than what you do. I I feel like the media and the photography need to be like separate somehow.
0: And even like have a press pool of media, like that, like still shots of every, of every athlete that we can go grab to do or whatever. And I look at it like when I, again, I've been diving deep in the NFL I'm a big Chicago Bears fan. Their sports writers, their beat writers, are in the press box. They're writing the story so that they can do like a wrap-up show afterwards on their podcast, just like we would be doing. They're not taking the pictures, right? Right. Like the Chicago Tribune has photographers that don't write. They just shoot pictures. So I think we need to advance the way we look at coverage at events like that. Back in the day, everybody was doing everything. Cause that's all we could. Th- th- we didn't have anybody else. Right. Yeah. Like my first year at the games, I'm taking the pictures. I'm taking the video. I'm doing the podcast. I'm doing all that myself, but you got to develop into an area where that's not the case anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, throughout the week they're on different shows they've talked about alternative media to to be different and not just do the same old same old and i think i said it on here either on the round table or last week watching the behind the scenes you see so many cameras like so many people in the underbelly of the arena doing buttery bros doing theirs craig richie doing theirs Savon doing his, and then you have mayhem down there. You have Lauren Khalil down there. You have Waikie down there. You have coffee pods and wads down there. You have all these people walking around doing the same damn thing. Mm-hmm. So like, so then my my brain's rolling. Like, what can we do that's different than that? And. I think the mic'd up is a really cool concept. Mm-hmm. Um, where I love
1: that coverage. Yeah,
0: you mic up a, a, an athlete, you get kind of the behind-the-scenes stuff, and I know that that comes with um, rebuttal from another side that thinks that you're not getting the real person, or it's going to be too much pressure for the athlete, and they're going to feel forced to do it to, to stay competitive. But I just I th- I think like when I watch my football mic'd ups, the football player forgets they're mic'd up at some point. Yeah. And it becomes real. Dallin Pepper said, why not have still cameras in the warm up area? Like nobody manning them, just still cameras of them like warming up and, and chatting. And it, that's great B roll. Yeah. You know, stuff that we don't get to see normally and then you look at rogue like why the hell aren't other competitions doing that alternate broadcast that rogue did with the four camera angles and the alternate broadcast because mm-hmm. i would pay for that every freaking comp it was so much better than the the regular one
1: yeah i mean if you can't get to the comp and in- that's your cheaper ticket. That's, I mean, that's reasonable.
0: <coughs> yeah, Kendra, <laughs> great point. Live feed from the warm up area comes with the premium game, game stream. Yeah. Tristan makes a great point. Michael, Mike McDaniel of the Dolphins. Like that guy mic'd up is pure gold every week. Yeah. So then it comes to like other other events, uh open announcements. <clears throat> That's a way to uh <laughs> hopefully not anymore, Andrew. Andrew says can't do that. Uh then we'd see Ricky get past something fishy.
1: Oh, I'd
0: love to see you mic'd up, Tristan. He'd probably blow out the mic after (laughs) a minute. Um, Open announcements. Yeah, This was talked about on, I think, uh, Coffee Pods and Wads around the whiteboard. Like, how can we make them more exciting? And basically, they all said... We need to stop having the friendly competition. <clears throat> like it should be Roman versus Adler in the first open announcement. Let's let's get it on. Love it. I'll settle this once and for all. <clears throat> and look at the matchups. Like, how interesting of a matchup can you make instead of? And like, um. Okay, I think it was O'Keefe said. Dallin and Hopper, like those two talk smack all the time. Yeah. Yeah. And they're just good personalities. Of course, like Laura and Tia would be awesome from just a competitive standpoint. But I thought like Ariel and Alex, when they did that head-to-head boxy or burpee box over event, like burpee for burpee, Mm
1: -hmm.
0: like let's, it was almost a virtual tie let's settle this like once and for all.
1: I like Justin versus Lazar, Ken. That's a good one.
0: That's a great one. That is a good one. That's a great one
1: mm-hmm.
0: in a bike race. <laughs> yeah. Emma Carey versus the wall.
1: <laughs> oh,
0: I just think like they need to be more thoughtful of instead of it being like two friends, yeah. like what makes the best matchup. Agreed.
1: And you got to know the workout. Like let's get our two gymnastics athletes together for a gymnastic open announcement.
0: Uh, Tristan says, "Burtons versus literally anyone." Well, yeah. since he called them all bitches, probably
1: he was having some serious trash talking that weekend.
0: He was. He's really become kind of like one of the biggest trash talkers in the sport. Yeah, but I just think, like, I think it was. <clears throat> I can't remember who said it. it Might have been Will. Brandsetter said that, you know, the NFL, it was O'Keefe. And then Brandsetter kind of jumped on it. O'Keefe said that the NFL have, for a couple of years has been trying to push alternative media like TikTok and and allowing that like on the field access to them to be able to do like cool TikToks to promote the league. Mm-hmm. And you have an, a big um and if like the NFL's the biggest sport in the world doing that and yet crossfit like restricts that.
1: Yeah.
0: Right. They are the NFL still trying to grow and they're the yeah. biggest in the world
1: mm-hmm. and
0: crossfit's rejecting those those thoughts and those ideas. Yeah. Which is crazy.
1: It is. I I, I don't know why they want to <laughs> They're they're trying to be so in control of the narrative, yet they're so not. Like they, you know, it's so strange.
0: I don't think we turn into WWE. The NFL has not come close to that. Um, Scripting just for drama. It's an open announcement. It's not an official piece of the games. Like let those stories play out naturally at the games, but an open announcement, you only have three of them. It's at the very start of the season. You're just trying to get people excited and people to sign up. And they're just add a little drama. Are they going to
1: actually even do open announcements this year? Did they say they are? Uh,
0: I, I do believe they are. And I do believe they've talked about locations maybe. Okay. Um, but nothing's been announced.
1: I feel, I mean, I feel like Savan's just trying to take that over with Taylor versus Taylor the world or whoever he's pairing up. Yeah.
0: You know, I actually thought that'd be something cool we could do with you if you weren't hurt all the time.
1: That'd be fun. Yeah, I can do, I can try to do some open announcements for you.
0: So I thought, you know, because you have a female perspective. Sure. But, um, and who knows, maybe we can get some of the people who have agreed to kind of hang out with us for the season to jump on, do it from their location and your location at the same time, a little friendly. That would be fun. So
1: bring it on. Let's go.
0: One rep max snatch, you and Hannah Black.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that would not be super fun to watch, but yeah. I me, mean, oh Kristen's gonna go against me.
0: <laughs> I'd film it. That'd be fun. But we could even That's like cool. talk to Kelly or anybody like that. Work with Ascend to get some athletes on, get them some exposure. Be a fun time.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, I wanted to finish it up with this question that was on death by.
1: Okay.
0: Um, and it is of all the athletes that didn't make the games last year. Who do you think has the best chance to make the games this year? Now I'm going to put a caveat on this that they because I want this to be interesting. I think there are four obvious choices that I'm taking out of the the picks, and that is Tia, Ricky, Saxon, and Brooke.
1: Okay. Oh boy,
0: Tia pregnancy. The other three through because of injury i think that they are obvious choices to make it back i want a more deep dive who you think will make it to the games this year who did not last and do you want me to go first or do you have something written down
1: i'll let you go first
0: kenneth just took mine
1: that's what i was going to (laughs) say
0: annika greer yeah I think this is the year she gets over the hump.
1: Yeah, I do too. Um, for some reason, I just have a a feeling like programming wise is going to go in her favor. Um, man. Yeah, that's, that's a super tough one. Cause I, as much as I would want to say like Rebecca Thisole, I it's so programming dependent that maybe after I saw the open workouts and could maybe have like an idea of where they're trying to head, I you could say, but that's I she's too programming dependent, I feel like, to say her. Um and then we got a bunch that are going team.
0: Okay, hey, this well, is Daily Adams.
1: Yeah.
0: I, I just don't know. Like, I, I don't I know don't, either. I don't know what Haley Adams are getting back. Right. Like, I know. And so see her on the leaderboard. Like, I don't know. I would give Rebecca a better shot. I think Rebecca has a great shot. What she did at Wadapalooza with her strength numbers, she is getting stronger. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> she just has to shrink that gap a little bit. And then hopefully that translates to moving moderate weight faster. But I yeah. think But I think that that is I think she has a great shot. On the men's side, I think um my horse is William Leahy. Now, hey, I
1: feel
0: I think Hatfield is very much like Colton. He has home runs and then he has singles. And until Colton minimized the gap, like and even now that he's minimized the gap, he's a on the cut line he's a on the cut line athlete to get to the games.
1: Man, Tyler Christoph. I kinda (laughs) think I kind of think he might be dunzo.
0: Or as John Young would put it, he's on the cliff.
1: Yeah.
0: Tetlow I'd have to talk to Tetlow. It's all dependent for me on how much he can commit family is his number one priority and has always been and it all depends on where they're at and i know his wife just opened a tattoo shop so how much time does he get to actually train
1: yeah
0: because i think that's the only thing that's ever held tetlow back
1: i'd say it'd be somebody like hoffer victor hoffer
0: That was one of the picks. Okay. The tough thing it, was they were all picking their own people. Oh. Right. Yeah. Justin think Kotler picked Sarah. Yeah. Um. Victor is HWPO, so O'Keefe mm-hmm. picked him. And I, I, Chase Ingram picked Maddie Sturt.
1: Yeah, tough. that's tough region for her to get out of. That Australian super team, holy cow.
0: Is it Emily, Emily. DeRoy? Is she the fourth?
1: Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep, Cara, Emily, and Sean and Newberry. Yep.
0: Um, yeah, that super team. We were actually, I was texting the roundtable crew tonight. That team is jacked. Mm -hmm. And stacked. it's going to be interesting. And then you,
1: I kind of wish Royce was on the team. Then you'd have like, like Royce and Cara. I feel it'd be your two like super strong athletes. Although Emily's super strong, but I don't know.
0: I love James. Like, I just love that dude.
1: Yeah. He's a good guy. I, I feel like his high-end CrossFit games appearances are just kind of over. I am I'm, I'm sure him. he'll be, I know. And, and with this team behind him, maybe he will. Um, I just, I don't know. I'll be curious what, what
0: he puts forth. So as it stands today, you have the Australian super team. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And you have Noah, Tola, Mathilde, and. uh, Are they,
1: are they going with that? With Kelly Baker's teammate? No.
0: Uh, Oslo, Oslo. uh, Shoot. She was on Oslo Blue. <clears throat> Lena Richter.
1: Oh yes, yes.
0: So Lena Richter, Mathilde Garnes, yeah, Noah yeah. Olsen, and Tola Moracanio. Moracanio. And then you have Newberry Khan, Kara, Cara, and Emily DeRoy. Who do you, Who do you got right now? Tola, team. I think Tola's more well rounded. Mm-hmm. Tola's team. Mm-hmm. Like, Noah's going to get all the gymnasty stuff. Mm-hmm. Tola's going to hit all the big weights. Matilde is very versatile mm-hmm. and really strong for her size. And Lena has been on a team that has done so well for so long. Right. Like, she just knows how to play the team game.
1: Yeah. Ken, but, that was where my head went when the question was announced. Who made it? Who Who isn't going to? But that just seems mean.
0: Well, let's do it. I don't think it's that mean. <laughs> um, But I think they're like, again, there's so many obvious answers.
1: Yeah. I like, mean, yeah, you get your, yeah.
0: your bottom. And Haynes isn't coming back.
1: Right. Well that was a fill in anyway.
0: Right. Um, but of the of the bigger names.
1: I, I don't Yella if Yella doesn't make it back, I will be very frustrated with the system. I I wouldn't say him. I think he's
0: I don't know. On the female side. I think Shelby Neal is going to struggle. And I only say that from like watching from a distance, she's withdrawn from competitions to take care of herself. And I think like she got a lot in a short amount of time and a lot of attention. And I think that it's just going to be a struggle for her going back next year on the men's side
1: i'll say hot and in
0: i think will morad
1: mm, yeah that's a good one
0: and i love will but dude was that the first regional i ever worked and that's a long time ago
1: yeah i mean i kind of thought he was like retiring anyway
0: will never retires and he'll probably still make it because he's Will Morret. Right. Um, Ellie Turner's a great pick. Yeah. I think Australia is getting stronger, but she may luck out, depending on what's determined with Tia. Agreed. And with the girls going team, and yep. um, the underdogs athlete who uh, is a mother. She had got the hernia, so she's been out for a little bit.
1: Oh, oh, um, Vanzio.
0: Vanzio, yeah, yeah, Caitlin Vanzio. Yeah. So she's out. Emily DeRoy is on team. Tia yep. doesn't compete there. <clears throat> then you're like Grace Walton, Maddie Sturt, Ellie, probably. Right.
1: Sarah, if you're Justin picking. Justin? Toddler picking Sarah.
0: Well, she won't be in Australia.
1: Oh, that won't be the. Yeah, that'll be the.
0: She'll be in Europe. Yep.
1: Yeah, that, they're both. I feel like those are both the tough. Europe's getting totally screwed.
0: Yeah. When I said the boss, I hated that 4060 or 4080. I know. I know. That's just dumb, yeah, I just Sarah, I just don't yeah. I, as much as I want her to make it back i I think it's over.
1: I do too.
0: I hope she proves me wrong, but I think it's over,
1: yeah, yep.
0: So, well, I think we covered all the topics for the night. Yeah. Kenneth, that's just mean. Andrew said she should go team. Not, no no, no idea.
1: That's really probably where she should have been focused.
0: Just to get healthy. Yep. So. Well, with that, that's a wrap for tonight and we'll be back next week. And we may have, we probably will have Great a big news. announcement about the show uh, yeah. and where we may be appearing live somewhere.
1: Yeah. So,
0: super stoked for that. Uh, just started the details today hopefully we'll have a full announcement for you guys next week because I want some input on this announcement. So make sure you tune back in to us next Thursday night for the big announcement about the show. And we will see everybody next time on Thursday night CrossFit talk. I do that slow so I can get to the end piece. And now I'm there. So bye guys c4 energy extend and cellucor are delivering the most effective best tasting and highest quality products for you get 20 percent off when you use the code Clydesdale at checkout at c the number 4 energy.com that's c4energy.com and now back to the interview